0: hey guys welcome back to chat Chat with with the the trio trio. but once again it's just me and (laughs) (laughs) Floriana.
1: this is our second episode of the development series we're going to talk about language and literacy today we have come up with the fact that there is going to be four episodes for the development series
0: we also have come up with a way for you guys to talk to us
1: we created an email which is chat w the trio 2024 at gmail.com. And our Instagram is the same thing without the at gmail, obviously. We will put that in the description of the video. So if you guys want to email us or get in touch with us over Instagram later, you can. Once again, that is
0: for if you have any questions that you could answer, any um people
1: we could talk to for more information or if you just needed to rant to us and just wanted to talk to us like that's a great way to reach out to us yeah okay so getting into this episode we are doing language and literacy today we're gonna start with talking about language um language development refers to children's emerging abilities to understand and use language so it helps the children start being able to talk and use their words and understand what, what other people are saying to them. Children's language ability affects
0: learning and development in all areas, especially emerging literacy.
1: There are multiple stages of the language development. The first one is the pre-linguistic stage, which happens from about birth to six months old. And in that stage, the baby focuses on sounds around them.
0: They begin to recognize their parents' voices and they, uh, are, they have
1: simple vocal play or are cooing. Uh, that's when they're just learning their voice and like the pre-talking stage when they're just making noises and learning how to talk pretty much. The next stage is the babbling stage,
0: which is typically six to nine months.
1: That's when babies use different vowels and consonant sounds, and they explore how their voice works. So that's, like, when babies start screaming the most just because they want to hear their voice. Or they'll start, like, babbling and cooing and just putting random sounds and letters together to make words. We may not understand them, but...
0: Right, basically they're just obsessed with their own voice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The next stage is the one-word stage, which happens typically between 9 to 18 months... That's when parents start to actually hear their baby's voice. And, like, some examples. Yeah, like, they're using words. And some examples are, like, they'll say mama or dada or just, like, one-word phrases. Right.
0: Obviously, that does not have to be specifically mama or dada because, obviously, we hear about all the examples of kids that are saying, like, their favorite thing. They're yeah. Like,
1: ball. Or
0: they say, like, if they have, like, a stuffed animal or something, sometimes they'll say, like, if they call their elephant an Ellie, they might say that.
1: Or like, baba, or anything. The child Car. will pretty start saying just one word. That's when you'll typically hear their first word come out, like when babies start to hear their say their first word.
0: The next stage is <coughs> the two-word stage, which is typically 18 to 24 months.
1: Sentences such as, like, mommy hat, or play ball like they just put two words Daddy together
0: shoots.
1: to make a sentence um they add more speech sound to their words Do you have an example of that
0: uh speech sounds like it's okay um we'll come
1: up with an example before. yeah
0: <laughs> um but like they have really rapid vocab development
1: uh children can learn like up to Two words per day. So it's super rapid. super rapid. it happens super fast. Um, that's when they'll start to be able to put sentences together and you'll actually able to understand what they're asking for or what they're saying. The next
0: stage is the telegraphic stage, which is 24 to 30 months. They combine several words to express an idea so instead of just saying like, "Mommy, what was mommy example? hat? Mommy hat. It could be...
1: They could be, like, uh, mommy wearing hat
0: or just, like... Right, or if it's daddy shoes, daddy wear shoes.
1: Yeah, so just, like, more words in a sentence. To make it make sense. To make it... uh, Yeah, make it make sense. Um, Uh, The grammar isn't... Prevailed yet. So it's, like, they'll have, like, the words, but they won't be in the right order.
0: Or that they're not the right Or
1: they're not the right... yeah. And then they'll have complex vocab and sentences. So like the more challenging sentences, they may not be in the same order or in the right tense, but they're more challenging than like the two-word stage. It's just more they're putting more words together. Yeah, and then if a child misses the window
0: due to low stimulation, it's gonna be more difficult for them to learn that language.
1: Yes, and it's still
0: possible, but it's going to take. It's gonna take a little. Yeah,
1: and the window we're talking about is like the telegraphic stage is 24 to 30 months that's the window when they i don't want to say should be because all babies like grow differently but like the typical age like stage for it so if they miss that window or like a few months before a few months after and they're not there yet like it's gonna take them longer to get there so if your baby at
0: 18 months is able to put two words together they might not be able to get to the telegraphic stage of putting multiple words together and to make it make sense until 24 months and that's okay if they're behind it's gonna be more challenging yeah but if they're ahead that's completely fine yeah
1: all babies grow and advance at different paces one child may be 18 months and already at the tele like getting to the telegraphic stage, well, there's another kid that's a year and a half, almost two, and they're not there yet, and that is totally fine. So it's just all babies advance differently, Um, but it would be more difficult for them to learn language and, like, how to talk and how to put words together if they miss within a few months of the window that's recommended.
0: Now, moving on to literacy... Uh, we there's a foundation for reading, writing, communication, and socializing, that is typical.
1: Um, you can support early literacy development by talking to them, <clears throat> reading books to them, singing to them, and drawing is a great way. So to get them to understand and like put words together, reading to them helps them get more vocabulary. Same with talking and reading, like it just helps them gain more vocabulary words and the vocabulary skills that will help them develop their literacy
0: later on later on so as for most developments, as for all developments, birth to five years, the first five years are the most critical time for building the uh foundation for the later success, as Brianna had said, so making sure that your child is working, is able to work towards it, is once again the critical um, time period for that. There are eight key practices and five
1: support areas that are important for children. The first one is knowing. So, like, knowing what is being said to them and knowing, knowing what? Knowing, like, what is being said to them and just being able to understand that. Yeah. The next one is showing. So once they know and understand what's being said to them, they'll be able to show it. So, like, if a, a guardian tells a kid, like, go pick up your toys. They're able to go they're pick They're able the to up. go pick them up. They're understanding and processing what you're saying and then and showing show you, you by asking what's happening. It out.
0: Uh, designing is like, like, being able to, I guess, put together a, like, like,
1: design an idea of, like, design an idea that they're able to comprehend and, like, (coughs) put words into action. The next one is including. So, if you, as the guardian, are doing something whether that's reading or doing something cooking cooking anything involve the kids in it it helps them understand what's going on it's showing them how to do it it's just really helping them develop their literacy skills by having to listen comprehend and especially like if you cook with your kids having them help you like you just
0: doing basic tasks telling them to go back to that showing telling them We need to mix it. Can you mix it for me? To go back to that designing before we move on to the next one, designing can be like that drawing. When kids are designing something, they can show you through their drawings. They
1: can design a drawing to show you something as well. Um, The next one is engaging. So, like, engaging with them, talking to them, showing them, including them, just getting them involved in what you're doing is a big one. Ice is cold, guys.
0: Um, (laughs) yeah, and just to, like, add on to that, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, you as the parent, or as a caregiver, as a babysitter, however you're interacting with this child. It could be taking them to a park and helping them develop their social skills, or, you know, just, like, getting them to engage with other people, or even... Like, engaging with a stuffed animal. Like, acting like you're the person. Like, you know, like a puppet. You can pretend that the stuffed animal has has its own voice and its own character. And also be your own character and the child is themselves and interacting with both of you. Or you're interacting with the puppet and then the puppet is interacting with the child. Or the stuffed animal is interacting
1: with the Mm -hmm. child. So, to move on to the next one is Explaining. So that's just talking through what you're doing. So if you, I'm going to go back to the cooking example because that one's the easiest to explain. If you are cooking, explain what you're doing. Explain that step. Explain why you're doing it. Just explaining to them. Like if you are cracking an egg and then are going to mix it, like tell them like next I'm going to crack the egg into the bowl and then we're going to mix it. And then explain to them why. Like, you need to mix the egg in for... So that it's all cooked together and it makes our cookies taste good.
0: Yeah. Or we have to put it in the oven so that our cake rises. So that it's not wet anymore. We want to make the wet batter that we're putting in the pan, we want
1: to make it dry so it's cakey. The next one is observing. So just let them watch you. Whatever you're doing, let them watch. (laughs) Let them observe. Whether- if you're
0: doing if you're a mom and you're doing your makeup or you're a dad and you're working on a car or you're cleaning a car or you're just doing basic tasks you're a teacher and you're cleaning letting the child watch you is not a bad thing having them them playing is great and everything but also them watching allows them to build more
1: skills the next one is responding so if a kid does ask why are you doing this what's next Don't just push off their question. Respond to them. Give them an answer.
0: And when you're talking to a child, allowing them to answer questions for you or to respond to what you're saying. If you're saying, well, we need to tie your shoes, and the child says something back, don't just tell them. Maybe the child says something back like, well, I don't have socks. Don't tell them don't talk back. You can say, well,
1: okay, get your socks and then we're going to put your shoes on yeah responding like like Addie said if they respond to tying their shoes if they say why don't just respond with because i said so yeah explain to them why we have to tie their shoes oh we have to tie your shoes because we're going to the store and if they're untied you can trip and fall encouraging they... children to ask questions i
0: feel like it's so downed on but and like children saying why 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 we know all those kids who have we know that one kid brianna <laughs> and ask the question why non-stop yeah like they're gonna ask questions but it's good for them to ask those questions because later on it encourages their imagination their curiosity they they might be more creative i know brianna and i both we are creative people And I think that's because both of our parents allowed us to ask the questions. Of course, our parents were like, just stop asking questions already. But, like, they were fine with encouraging it because they know it's going to allow us to...
1: Not saying if you... Yes, the question why is annoying. So every once in a while, you do just use the occasional because because I said said so. so. And that's totally fine. Your kid's not going to be any less creative because of it. But allowing...
0: The questions allows for curiosity to grow more. If you just if you continue to shut down a child's curious nature, they're gonna that part of their brain is gonna shut off and they're not gonna use it. Yeah, as much or anymore. Um. Additionally, um. Before we move on to the five support areas, um, like I said, with the creativity and the curiosity, it helps them in the long run. Making sure, like, like them observing, or them, like, explaining to them, engaging, including, designing, showing, knowing, all of those allows for more of that when they're older. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, like, for me, I had a lot, I was always a, around kids when I was little, and I'm a very social person now, but my social aspect is only with people who I'm, like, comfortable with. Because when I was little, I did the same things all the time. When I went to playgrounds, I didn't, I didn't do that much. So I never met, like, random children to just talk with and get to know. It was the same people at my church, same people at my school, same people, like, I didn't, until... My first five years, I didn't even go to preschool. I didn't go to any of that sort of thing. So it's not like I was meeting new people constantly. So my um, engaging aspect, I didn't really have as much of that as some other kids might, which it might be why why Brielle is so super outgoing. She's so social because she was she did go
1: to a preschool.
0: Yeah.
1: I was, so I also went to a preschool. I was always interacting with new kids, but I'm still always on that shy side. I can be outgoing. I can be a very social person, but I have to be comfortable with you first. Not saying that because you're allowing your child to be
0: super engaging is going to completely push you to be like a Like, oh, I'll meet anyone who comes to my path. Like, some people have it in them, like my little siblings, and some people don't. Yeah. And that's just also based on personality, but being able to allow them to get used to it. I know these past two years for Brianna and I, we became way more outgoing because we were just thrown into those situations where we had to meet new people. Yeah. We didn't have a choice. Yeah. And it's just allowed us to both grow. Like, now... Both of us are pretty much really, really, really okay with just going up to a teacher or just going up to someone we don't know and just saying, hey. Like, literally just saying, hey, how are you? Yeah. Like, we're both more comfortable. We're so
1: much more comfortable doing that. And I, like Addie said, I've noticed that over the last two years, when you're thrown into situations where you have to be social, like, you get comfortable the more you're put into those situations. And
0: that's for anyone. It's not even just for kids. That's for anyone because, because, like, Brianna and I, we were both, like, very much so. The only reason we're friends is because neither of us had friends in the class and neither of us wanted <laughs> to be
1: outgoing. So... <laughs>
0: So if we just saw each other. We were like, "I can read your name tag. You're now my friend. You're stuck with me." <laughs> that is legitimately. You that... ask anyone who knows us mm-hmm. ha- if we tell them the story. That is literally what we say. We say to each other all the yep. time. We're like, "Well, you're, you've been stuck with me since day one." Yeah. Like, because we just don't have friends. We're <laughs> <laughs> mostly like that. Okay. I'm gonna get <clears throat> back on topic now, but what I'm my point is that using all those practices allows. It's for any age. Yeah, it's not, not just, just kids. Your
1: kids. Stretching any of those skills will allow you to use them more. And you can stretch any of those skills at any time. Like Addie and I were just talking about, we just just recently expanded our engaging and including others. I know when I first met um, Addie and all of my other friends, like I was nervous to include them. I didn't want to. I wasn't comfortable around them. But as I've gotten to know them more and we've become friends, like, now I include them in a lot of stuff. Like, it just depends on when that grows that doesn't stop at a certain age.
0: So even though the first five years are the most critical to learning each of these, it's not the only time. Yep. Just to keep that in mind.
1: There are five support areas that are important that go along with the eight key practices, the first one is language and knowledge. that Which goes along with which, knowing aspect. Yes. The next one is print concept, being able to write and write your name and just write words, like stuff like that. Uh, the next one is sounds and letters. So that's just basic understanding
0: what the letters are, understanding the sound of them. We were just practicing with Brianna's mm-hmm. brother. What does mommy sounds, uh, start with?
1: Yeah, so that's like giving them the sound, and then they have to tell us what letter. Or vice versa. Or vice versa, give them the letter, and they have to tell you a word that starts with that letter. Right.
0: Or we say the letter, and they say the sound.
1: Yeah. Which is what I do with my little
0: sister. The next one is writing, which goes along with the print concept, but it's just, like, writing out things, even if it's not, like, letters at that point. Like, little babies, obviously, like, I forget what age it is. I think it's around, like, six months when babies are able to start writing slightly. But I know my mom gave my little sister, like, she gave all of us, like, crayons to use. Even if we weren't able to use a crayon. And she was always with us when she gave it to us. But she was allowing us to, she was holding our hand and showing us how to move the crayon around. Showing us how it worked just so we can build those fine motor skills so that later on we can learn how to write, and then also, Mm -hmm. um, allowing us to, because I learned all my letters through my mom, Mm -hmm. because I didn't have the preschool years and the years in daycare, um, but just, like, being
1: taught how to use those muscles Mm allows you to be able
0: to write when you're older.
1: Yeah. Um, the last one is text comprehension, which I think also goes along with writing and print concept. Being able to comprehend what is being written out or what was typed out or right. just understanding what is being said to you.
0: Yeah. Or just
1: like,
0: yeah, what's on, on the page. Yes. Because you can write a letter, but like, understanding. have no it's a letter.
1: Yeah. So that text comprehension helps you understand the letter that you're writing and what it is.
0: Which is why it's so important as like a teacher or as a parent saying, oh, that looks like the letter.
1: Whatever it I, or like. that
0: looks like the letter H, or whatever, or writing them out mm-hmm. the letter and then saying that's an H, 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 like showing them what they're writing and what they can write. Yep.
1: Um, so when we talked about language, we talked about a lot of language for kids, so there's not a lot that you can do for adults. Um, because obviously because five years the first five years are the most crucial but you can still expand your language development for adults some examples are like learning a new language that totally expands your language development because you have to already know english or whatever language you have like if you speak spanish you have to understand the spanish language and what the words mean to then translate it to another language and know that it means the same thing. And keeping straight languages. Yes.
0: I know when I go to, um, I've gone to the Dominican Republic multiple times, I have to be able to hear my English-speaking friends saying something to me, but also while I'm with a kid who speaks Spanish um, or partial Spanish, just trying to pick out the, the vocab that I understand. Yeah. Um, another thing that I just thought of, it's not, we don't have it, like it down but like learning new vocab like Mm -hmm. it's harder to do when you're older but it is still possible like you can learn new words that I just like by playing like there are simple games that you can find on your phone or something or like you could I'm trying to think of different ways you can find new words
1: just This one sounds so old school, but look through the dictionary.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, that one sounds so (laughs) old
1: school, but if you want to learn new words, like, the dictionary's out there. You can look at the dictionary and find a word that you don't know. That's building your language skills. Yeah. Um, And then just keeping up with old skills that you already have, like, reading or talking to others and engaging with others. Like, that's a big way to... It's not gonna... It's gonna improve your language development, but it's also gonna make sure, like, you're still with it.
0: Yeah, because I know a lot of people, I hear a lot of people say, well, it's good that you read, because Brianna and I both read. Yeah. But um, a lot of people say, well, it's good that you read because you're improving your mm-hmm. vocab. You, improve- you can improve your vocab literally by reading. There are so many times that I come across a word and I'm like, I have no clue what that means, but it seems pretty significant because then they continue talking about that all throughout here, so I have to go look it up. Yeah. But I'm learning a new word. I'm still learning vocab and talking to others, engaging in conversation. Like, just like making sure you're communicating and like knowing how to word things. Oh my goodness. What just popped in my head is the fact that how many times will you be talking to someone and you'll be like, wait, is it that tense or that tense? Yeah, just like trying to figure out which way. trying to decide if the person you're talking to or looking it up when, like, (laughs) you know, Brianna, Brielle, and I were probably like, is it that one or that? And we're like, I don't know. It's like, hold on. Sometimes you got to look it up because we're not really
1: sure, but it's going to bug all three of us or two of us or... Yeah. Um, And just talking with others. That's another way you could learn new vocab words. Like, there's some words that I know that Addie may not know or vice versa. Addie may know some words that I don't know. And just by talking, like, you can just... Say a word, and you're like, "Wait, what does that mean?"
0: Yeah, like, like that's how you're... our teachers will say some. So many times, our uh, early childhood teacher has said something, and we're like, "Yeah, no, no one in this classroom <laughs> knows what you're talking about, except for you." And we want to know what you're talking. We want to know what you're
1: talking about. So then we make her explain <laughs> what she's talking about, or
0: she's just like, "It's not significant." And i just, I'm just like, "Well, I just don't want to know." <laughs> I'm still curious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah,
1: yeah. So I think that's it for this episode um a reminder that we did come out with a way for you guys to reach us our email and our instagram will be in the description which is once again chat with the cherry chat w the trio 2024
0: at gmail.com for the gmail and just without that gmail so chat w the trio 2024 for instagram
1: yes and then our next episode is going to be on social emotional development and we're gonna be having one of our school counselors as a special guest to talk with you guys about high school about high school and what emotional. they see that goes on for social emotional development in high schoolers. Yeah. But I think that's it for this video. This recording podcast. Once again we will have two more episodes for our development
0: series, the social emotional, and then we've ended with our physical with our fine letter and our gross letter. Yes.